All right, we're back here. Breaking news coverage of Scott Frost relieved of his duties um, as the head coach at Nebraska. Nick Sainert, Jake Sorensen, Jay Former, the Husker Hall of Famer, and Rico with us. Um, open up for you guys. Give us your thoughts. 402-464-5685, the Honda Flickin' Hotline. The Sarder Heyman text line, as always, you can involve yourself into the show that way or on the Sarder Heyman Jewelers video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. Let's go right to the phone line here. We have Jeff on the Honda Lincoln Hotline. Jeff, what's on your mind, man? Hey, so just to check real fast, is Chenander still there? <laughs> he is. Okay. Um, do you guys think that he's next, or is just this one game not a big enough sample size, or what? Because, I mean, that defense was atrocious. Thank you, Jeff. Jay? Uh, <laughs> why do, why do, you want me, do you want me to go before you? <laughs> yeah, do you want me to go first? Uh, yeah, no, I, I, can, I can go first. I can go first. Yeah, I mean, I think San, I mean, uh, Schnander will be fine. I mean, it, I think he has a sample size, especially of last year. And um, you know he can coach. Um, I mean, you got to give him a chance to get these guys, you know, get going. Um like, where would you go? I mean, it just doesn't make a lot of sense right now. That'd be a ton, a ton of transition. I mean, granted, if you, you had three more games like this, and yeah, but he definitely, uh, I mean, obviously everybody's in it. There's, there's plenty of blame, but I think he'll be fine. Chenander's defense from the first year until last year had been improving steadily as the years went on, and, and last year kind of reached the pinnacle of what, maybe not the pinnacle, but a, 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 an extremely bright spot for Nebraska football. Uh, through the years and it was something that everybody could kind of look forward to and it was the offense was struggling at least the defense is there to kind of pick you up there are reason that you were in many games and then start to start this year you had to replace a couple pieces and unfortunately it hasn't started the way that you you thought it was going to but chin's defensive track record through the years here at nebraska had been steadily improving until the start of this year so i don't i as jay said i think he's fine i think he's safe for now but if if this continues then I mean, maybe uh, maybe it's it's a problem yeah i mean you gotta start looking at individual stuff uh, i could tell you this from knowing eric um chins you, you know is that even last year those guys in defense they gravitate people gravitate to him mm-hmm. he's got some leadership qualities um so him figuring it out and getting guys going, I don't think it, I don't think it'll be a problem. You know what I mean? I don't. Yeah. I, don't really, I, I I don't envision it to do that. Now they they got to improve and and get on get on track on some very basic things. But as far as Shenander as a, as a coach and you know as a leader, oh yeah, I mean you've heard him. You've heard him talk. There ain't there's not much BS with him and um, guys play for him they love him and you talk to the guys that played for him that are you know now on you know doing nfl or whatever they're doing mm-hmm. they'll tell you they 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 all care for him what's interesting about the defensive side of the ball is over the last four years and change that's been the side that's had the most stability right we've had a lot of changes offensive on, on the offensive side of the ball and now this is the first year that tony tuioti moves on goes to oregon um, but Travis Fisher's been there all four years, and Barrett Rood's been there all four years, and, and Eric Shenander has as well. So um, when we look at this defense, I think it was just so shocking last night on how bad they played uh, on a, in a lot of in a lot of areas. Whether it was whether it was uh, ball and air defense by the defensive backs, or the the pursuit angles that the the secondary took on trying to make some tackles, or just all the the lack of pass rush, zero sacks last night against Georgia Southern. 
Um, I, I just think it was so shocking the way that Georgia Southern was able to put up 642 well, we, yards on you. We knew going into the year that Nebraska had issues with the defensive line. We thought, okay, well, they, mm-hmm. they patchworked together with Devin Drew, with Stephon Wynn, with uh, O'Shawn Mathis. It is, you know, that doesn't just resolve the issues. You still have to learn yeah. the Big Ten. Those guys came from the Big 12, Devin Drew. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephon Wynn was SEC, so he gets he gets a good running running attack. Yeah, we we always put a, a blanket on, on Stephon. Came from the Big yeah, Twelve. We, I don't want to interrupt you because I want to hear your thought, but I, like we always put a blanket on Stephon as an Alabama transfer. It's not like Stephon started all thirteen games for Alabama right. last year, right? But so. if, if you're leaning, but he was at those practices, as an Alabama transfer. Yes. Fans get excited, but then you realize how much did he play there? It wasn't a ton in terms of actual reps exactly. that mattered. So with that, so and the fact, the, what does it matter there where you go to school? Well, that's what I'm general. saying, but but Jay, you understand that fans get ecstatic about oh, we got a guy from Alabama, but they don't really look at what he's done there. It, they they get excited that we got somebody from a school like you know Kane Williams, same guy as yeah. secondary. He's not going to play probably for a long time here if he plays at all. The guy they got from Alabama, right? Yeah, Alabama? safety, yeah. yeah, safety, yeah. But people just want to say, oh, we we, I mean, we got a guy from a great school, think, but it doesn't mean anything if he didn't play at all. Yeah, think think about Tyreek Johnson when when he right. came Ohio to Nebraska, State. Ohio State, former five star. Here we go. And and what you always hear from the outside noise. Now, granted, it's not. It's just outside noise. That's all it is. Is that this guy came from a program that competes for national championships on a yearly basis, and he was just one of those guys that kind of got lost in the shuffle because they have other five stars that just play over him. And, like we do it every year where we put too much stock into transfers. I'm guilty of it as just just as much as everybody else. I like. I think I. I, well, I have no why problem. Why don't you stop doing it then? Well, Jay, there's something called hope. And you just hope that one of these times you kind of just it hope it, you hope it works out. Blind optimism, and, and, and then blind what? optimism, and then what? and then it doesn't work out, and we're here sitting here look, talking Jay, about a new coach after forty five. Look, Jay, let me loss. get my heartbroken piece. All right, man, I just think that Some uh, people can expect it before others can. I, I just, yeah. I, I just the guys just need to play better. And whether you're new or old, it's still football. You know what I'm saying? I, got I mean, it, I mean, that's why I say football can be real simple. Now, granted. If you take a Von Miller and ask him to play over the over the nose, that's that's just physically not it. But I mean, within reason, it's not that hard. I think guys need to play better. I think sometimes the guys have fell in love with what people have been telling them versus what the reality is, and they you know, and everybody needs to do it. I think it's one thing to think that this is the year; it's another thing is to move like it. You know, and I get it. You get kids, for guys from other schools, and I've dealt with it sometimes picking up players. This is just basketball that are have been on really good teams, yeah. and you get them on your team. You're like, man, he ain't no better yeah. than the dudes I got. Just yeah. because you're a part of a good team don't mean you're good. Just because you did something at said school at said year, that doesn't mean you're going to come here and do it. You got to what you do in Lancaster County and for the University of Nebraska is the most important thing. Yep. And that's where and that's what we're doing. We're just not doing enough consistently. I think the defense has, like you said, consistently got better. I think the continuity as far as coaching. Um, has helped i think their ability to adjust um their original scheme to the scheme that they have now i think they learned a lot in the first couple of years and then you know they adjusted you know from it added and subtracted some stuff and created the the jojo position where you have an in-betweener to, to line up and match up with their in-betweener and still try to now that's a hard position to recruit because jojo kind of morphed into it through injury early in his career Got yeah. a little bit bigger transition of multiple defensive coordinators. Boom! I got a I got a defensive coordinator that's going to accentuate something that I do well, but I'm not particularly a off the ball linebacker. Okay. So, you know that takes a little bit. And then 
So I think, like, as far as the shenanigans, I'd be, you know, highly surprised, which I've been, I was highly surprised at how bad they played. But I think mm-hmm. at that point in time, you know, everybody looks at the defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. You do. Mm-hmm. You got to look at every single defensive coach. But, I, and this isn't the NFL, you know, this today's the first day of the NFL football. You can't fire kids mm-hmm. or, you know, you can't cut kids or whatever. Cause that's generally what would happen if we were, if, this, if that was an NFL defense. If that was Bill Belichick's defense, somebody who already been been cut. <laughs> so, it would be cut at halftime. Yeah. Let me ask so, you, Jay, in terms in terms of the team going forward, this season obviously it's one and two. They still are playing for something. The head coach is gone. Um, let me ask you first. You, you played the NFL, but did you ever have an in-season firing as a, from a head coach for your teams, Texans, yeah. Bills? How did the team respond to that? And is it how different it's is it from the NFL is, versus college? It's no different right now. It's a big business. That's why these guys are getting paid or getting taken care of in some form or fashion. You're just in kind of minor leagues. It's business as usual. The first day, it's kind of like what I would say, like when there's always, there's always like a surprise cut sometimes right. in training camp or yep. somebody didn't make it or somebody gets released during the season, right? You, you know, the first like – you know, eight, 24 to 36 hours, it's like, oh, that's the conversation. But then once you get locked in on starting to get ready for the game, then you got to go mm-hmm. about your business. Now, this is different because of the dynamics of Scott being the head coach, former player, successful at UCF, X, Y, and Z, big expectations, so forth and so on, big personality in, in the face of the university. It's totally – it is different. But with, when, you know, when Mickey speaks – and they hear him. I'm assuming that he's gonna he's gonna be talking about what we're gonna do. We're in this together. We know and, and be there for him through this unique situation. Yep. And um, you know, one thing I guess maybe you know because so you could lose a position coach, right? I mean, I was around when Kevin sure. Steele got hired with the Panthers, so it's no different than say like him getting fired. Now, granted, when you leave after winning a national championship versus getting fired during the bye week, like mm-hmm. some of the coaches, it is different. But and then he's gone to big, bigger and better things. You know what I mean? But when you lose a head coach, it is different because then every, the, everything's on question. You know, we, oh, is the coach that recruited me that maybe will be on the present staff, is he going to be retained by the new head coach? You yeah, know, yeah. and then you start, you know what I mean? Because, oh, well, the, what if the tight end coach or, I don't know, linebacker coach comes in and he don't like me mm-hmm. or he I'm not hit one of, you know, say like. What if the scheme that they want to run is different right, or just, not exactly or what just I'm I don't for. fit what they're – model yeah. is yeah. you know and and say if i was a player that was below the starters so there, there's a lot of angst on that but you got to go and get these guys to focus on the first thing in hand and that's go out there and continue along i would really focus on the positive things that we've done right especially offensively yeah. in special teams and let's really focus on that and then really try to rehab the defense in the sense of right. let's really get back let's really get down to this this funky onion and let's 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 get some foundation here. Let's let's yeah. all, all of us let's pump our brakes, reset, offense continue to grow, and then just come together like that way. Instead of talking about all these different yep. dynamics that you have no control over, mm-hmm. who's hired, when they're going, and all that, I would really focus mm-hmm. them on football. And you know what else yeah. I would do? I might change the schedule up a little bit. Well, and, and, the, and the texture says this is a good point regarding the reset. Jay texture says the big looming cloud is gone. This team can now focus purely on football instead of. Are we going to save our coach's job? It's over now. Our- now you got nine games left. You can still get to a bowl game. It's right. off to a rough start, but hey, man, the question—the big question of the season—has been answered. The coach is gone. Mm-hmm. You got nine games left yeah, to go you- prove yourself. To go prove these assistants can can be retained for the staff next yep. year. Like all that's 
out the window. So it's, let's play ball. Is our coach going to be football, fired right? after after the bye week? After exactly. after the, the game thing. following the bye week? You it's know, a, that's, it's a nine game season now. Exactly. Basically. That's I, exactly. I, new season. I think that was why it was so important for. I mean, Trev Alberts by his decision today sent a message. Like there, there's a message that we are going to do this thing the right way, and winning is important, and winning the right way is important. I, I think that's what this this call today was because it showed that the seven. It got really really bad. And they don't care how much money it was. Like, the money was not a problem. And there was no reason. You could not sit here with, with a clear conscience and say, or a clear mindset and say, yeah, we're, we're okay with waiting until October 1st. There, there's no way, in my opinion, that you could you could sit here and, and think that. Um, so I, I, think, I think it's important that we, we sit here and say the season is still salvageable, right? You have the bulk of your Big Ten Conference slate coming up. And, and you have a, you have a huge game, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Like it, I know, obviously, it's in. You don't want to look too far down the road, but let's not. Re- let's also realize the Big Ten West does not look great this year. There's only one team the, that does. Northwestern, have a loss. Northwestern, the team you lost to, Minnesota. lost yep. to the lost to a piss poor Duke team yesterday. Yep. You had Iowa that lost at home to Iowa State. They scored have scored a total of 14 points through two games. Spencer Petras has one yes, touchdown in the last ten horrible. games. He is horrendous. You, you look also Wisconsin just lost at home, I believe, to Washington State Correct. yesterday. It was at home. 17-14. Like, what, like the, the Big Ten West is reachable. You have a Purdue is zero and one has a lot or has a loss against Penn State. I should say they blew out uh, Georgia State yesterday, mm-hmm. but like. If you really want to go, for, this might be far fetched, but it season is still salvageable. And, and in that, if you find, if you get on a little bit of a roll, the Big Ten West, who knows what can happen? Like Jay said, you got to break it down to square one. You you got to go back to basics with with what you're doing right now, because despite all of your you know your new looks, your newfangled positions, and everything that you're going with, for some reason it doesn't seem to be working with the with the current. Uh, with the current players that you have, and I'm not saying you need to replace any players, but I'm just saying you got to break it down and start working on the basics. Hey man, I'm not saying hey. it. I'm not going to say it, I'll but say you know it. I, I'll imply it. Uh, you can do whatever you can beat around. You can beat around the bush all the hell you want. Some some of them need. To, I'm tell you, will get you a fresh start. You over over there on that cold bench. I guarantee you're going to see things a lot differently. There was so I was I was. I was at the game with the regular people. I wasn't in the press box. I wasn't. I wasn't with anybody else. I was down there with the, with my family watching in the in the stands. And look, despite how horrific it looked, even after you know people want to stay for the third third to fourth quarter light show, even after that, during the fourth quarter, the stadium was full. Nobody yeah. had left. There was everybody it, was, it was still it there was was cheering. And I, I know, but there were you, some people. You got whisper, you hear whispers going around. Like I don't know why this is going on right now. Like you're you're getting you're you're going into a slugfest with Georgia Southern well, right now. Like what's going on? Football. It wasn't seven to seven against Georgia Southern, and, which would be terrible. It was a 45-42 game. So there was fireworks in terms of the offense was good. Defense was awful, so I'm not surprised the fans stuck around. It's also a night game. It's good, nice weather out. It's, it's beautiful out. But, yeah, I mean, the fans are still there. Through all this crap, through all these losing seasons, the fans are still there. And they're not going anywhere, right? I mean, yeah, I, know I don't think that's the problem. You can't take it for Like I said, I don't really think it was. this is about Georgia Southern. I mean, Georgia Southern, Trevor, anybody know? They're allowed to play good football. They are. Yeah. They're, they allowed, have, they they're, they're, they're allowed to get Clay Helton, and he changes the total offense and uses all their athletes and whatever. And they're allowed to be a, a – a, a handful on offense. They are allowed to do that. So there's so the defense can have, you know, it'd be no different if you played Ohio State. You're going to have a long day at the office. Well, then the offense needs to play better. This is bigger than that. This is a decision to, that he's – it seemed that he's made to send shockwaves through there and say, listen here, okay, I've came here. I've chilled. I'm letting you know 
I'm not playing games. Okay, no more games. No, no more kid games. No more of that. We're, we we got to get this thing together. So, and he's giving every the, the younger or the older guys a, a chance at, you know, like new leadership. So they're not questioning that when they're done. Let's uh, let's get two more phone calls in here before I step out, head down to to the stadium, and and uh, we continue with our coverage here. We go to Dave in Florida. Dave, you're on uh, the the breaking news edition of ninety three seven Ticket. What's on your mind, man? Jay Bird, what's happening, my man? Oh, what's up, dude? Chilling. Hey, uh, question here. You guys touched on this a little bit earlier. Is this a coaching thing or is it admin? Admin wasn't happy with Solich. Admin wasn't happy with Callahan and nobody else was. There was a tiff with Pelini and admin. Mike Riley, we don't know. We always heard there was a tiff with Frost and admin until Trev came in. Is it a coaching thing or is it admin? Appreciate it, Dave. I think it's – I mean, I don't think – well, Frank was just – Steve Peterson didn't like him from back when he used to hit the lights. And then Icors and Bo maybe clash heads. There's always – I mean, you think Nick Saban, his AD don't clash heads? I was just saying sure they do. You, 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 you think Urban Meyer and Gene Smith didn't clash heads? Is you th- tension bad? Did you think Coach Osborne and Bill Byrne yeah. always said, hey, man, you want to ask me? I, I mean, I, I, I'm not aware of anything, but I'm sure they've had some pretty frank conversations – and there's probably a little bit of both of you know what Dave was talking about. There's some issues, but I don't. That's that has nothing to do with what happened or what, what lost. I think it's just you know Trev has a unique uh, perspective to have on the job that he's at, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you got to really look. You got to like to once they study people, but look at people and understand them. Like it was, Trev was a super, superstar player here, went and played in the NFL, so he has that he has that experience and knowledge, and he knows. And then he played for Coach Osborne, Coach McBride, coaching it. So he knows kind of the difference. Yeah. Then he goes, and then he's in the media business, right? So he looks at leadership differently in perception of athletes from that type of uh, perspective. Then he just then he goes and said, "Okay, now I'm going to be athletic director." So now he's looking at leadership at it. He's got every single kind of genre covered: mm-hmm. player, you know, player to coach. Okay, media, administrator, fan. So that's why he's, that's that everybody everybody's like oh Georgia you know let them run up and down the field yeah sure it happens right um, so I mean it's a big decision and then you know I think this season is more than salvageable I mean look it, it, Rutgers Indiana Illinois Maryland they ain't their their rosters ain't changing mm-hmm. doesn't mean all of a sudden now that they just and got like you know five Alabama players that said you know what I'm just teleporting and being here they don't mm-hmm. have you know what I mean. So okay, so those four winnable games right there, and then you got some other ones in Minnesota and all them. It's going to be a, a you know, um, a head knocker. It's gonna yeah. it's gonna be interesting how I can right, I could probably like I probably bet those black shirts ain't going to be in people's well, lockers. They might not. I, I'm curious how Nebraska plays in in tight <laughs> games now going me. forward. If they, say if was Scott Frost a problem tight games or was it something with the team? What what happens if they play Oklahoma this week? And it's a tight game, and they come out on top. When they scored, say, what what's going on? When here? Nebraska scored with what was it three three minutes or like a minute forty left or whatever it was, I'm in I'm in the section. You just kind of everybody's turned around. Like, did we leave too much time? Like, this is this too yeah, much? Like, right. should we should we wait? Like, they got they got to the one right on the catch. They ran the ball. It got stuffed. It was still at the one. Literally, the dude in front of me turns around. And he goes, "Perfect. Do that again. Just stop it at the one again. Just and then just wait and let the clock roll out. We don't want to give him the ball back. Like it was, and like you said, it's it's a close game situation. Everybody, it was one of those where 
They scored, that, what, and you knew Scott, what was going to happen. Scott Frost? What, what, what part of that last drive is on Scott Frost? I don't know. The players need to None make plays. Yeah, that's true. Players can yeah. make plays. I agree. Let's get one last call in before we get to break. Craig, uh, Craig, appreciate you being patient, man. What's on your mind? Thanks, guys. DP uh, and the boys, thanks for what you do. The dignity and class you demonstrate through the wrath of upset fans is amazing. You're appreciated. Enough compliments. Somebody tell BJ to run the 400. Have a good one, boys. All right. <laughs> Thank you for okay, waiting. All, thank you for waiting. Fifteen minutes. <laughs> you waited fifteen minutes to tell us that. Um, come on. All right. Four zero two four six four five six eight five. You guys are more than welcome to, to chime into the show with thoughts on Scott Frost uh, be no longer being the, the head coach in Nebraska. You can text in or join us on the Starter Heyman Jewelers video stream. I'm going to get out of here, make my way down to Memorial Stadium. I know DP's coming down there as well, Jay. I'm not sure about you, but we'll... Uh, we'll nope. Nope. <laughs> Jay's going to watch we'll, football. We'll watch NFL football. We'll, we'll keep you updated, um, but we're going to stick around here for you guys. I'm sure Jake, Rico, Bach will all be involved. Uh, we'll be right back. You're listening to 93.7 The Ticket. Welcome back to breaking news coverage. Nebraska, let's go of head coach Scott Frost following a 45-42 loss to Georgia Southern last night. DP is back with us. He's been busy all day long. Been here since the morning, man. You were in J-Ron at, what, 8 o'clock this morning, DP? I was on with the American Senior <laughs> Benefits seven. at 7 o'clock. Uh, I, I kind of hope <laughs> they would, like, a, not that the birds were whispering, but I was kind of hoping, okay, why don't you do this, like, at 8 o'clock? So I'll already be here. <laughs> right. Yeah. You couldn't you do it at nighttime. Yeah. Let's watch our NFL games. Yeah. You know, do it at night. I was sitting at home. I had a, I had a, an NFL game on. I had KJ on my chest. I was just playing. And all of a sudden, my phone's next to me. I just hear it vibrate. And I was kind of sitting here waiting. I was like, you know, it could happen today. I look at my phone. Yep. I see the email. And I go, well. well and Rachel, go goes, Rachel goes, what? And I go, I think I'm going to have to go into work today. <laughs> I think I'll mm-hmm. see you guys later tonight. <laughs> That's the way yeah, it's going to be. Like, And, and then the, the, the weird thing. We had just gotten pizza. We were eating, too. Oh, well, that's why I said, first thing we're going to do here, we're going to order pizza <laughs> for the station. Uh, and for you listeners who are out there who will, 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 will appreciate the coverage today, we're accepting all sorts of snacks and foods today because we're going to be here. Uh, of course, Tom, uh, Tom Stevens and Mike Melville are coming in. Oh, yeah, they will. Uh, five the to rewind. seven. Yep. Um, I had a buddy of mine schedule uh, for, for, for seven to eight. I'm not sure we can do that. And then eight to nine. Who do we have? We had somebody else tonight. I don't oh, know. pancakes, which pan- I'm not oh, sure. Whoa. Yeah, sure. Okay. is the pancakes going to happen yeah, today? I, 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 also, I also mentioned that when I was at home. Yeah, I, was like, that? I was like, there was supposed to be a show on tonight. I don't think that's happening. I would imagine that what's the word in pancakes? Yeah, I don't think those are going to take the week the off. Huh? Yeah, well, let's, give, <laughs> let's give them the day off. But yeah, a good I, idea. I went, through, I went through the checks and balances. Like, If you haven't watched a, a, a Husker football game, with Vershawn Jackson. Oh my! I I suggest we should offer like a package. How was somebody, that kind of scares somebody, me? DP. Somebody He's gets crazy. It, spectacular, right? Just we were up in media, and then we we re- recognized that we probably should be in the food room instead of in the media room because we were just being DP and Vershawn. There's no other way. <laughs> There's no other to say that. And I went, we, well, if we had been in the media, main media room, we'd have been kicked out. I can imagine how quiet it is in there. 
Yeah, not with me and Brashawn. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> not with me and Brashawn. You guys fill up the room. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, well, but the, the, then the so we sat next to Coach Darlington, who just like is an encyclopedia of defensive football, mm-hmm. right? Just, I mean, man, calling out what's happening in play, uh, uh, breaking down things that were going to happen, and then for the final quarter, we went in, and then it hit us. That we were in, we were witness. We were in the middle of a transitioning moment for this program, right after the drive. Because I kept saying, "Biggest drive of the game, biggest play of the game, biggest drive of the game, biggest biggest drive of his career." Mm-hmm. And I I posted that, and somebody texted me immediately. And went, "You're right," and we never got. But it kept happening until the final kick, and then yep. the pause. I was sitting within arm's reach of, of Mike Schaefer. And the look on his face as the kick went left, he yep. just like, oh, to hear a room just all consume all the air in the room. You could feel, Deflate. like I said, I was sitting I was sitting out with the people and this my section, you could just feel the, the air wave of everybody breathing out a sigh of, oh my gosh, like from the top all the way to the bottom. And you kind of saw it like around the stadium. Just everybody just... <sighs> So have we figured out what the listener temperature is? Have we figured out what our folk where are folks today? Is is it resolve? Is it relief? Is it scrolling through fear? Twitter? It's everything. <laughs> Everybody is everywhere. You've got some people who are this should have happened years ago. You've got people saying this should have happened after Northwestern. You've got some people saying, why didn't you wait until the buyout cut in half? You've got some people saying, why didn't you let him finish out the season? You've got like, some people who are still, you know, you should have given him more time. He still needed time to turn this. Like, are those so, people still there? There are still people like those that. Those people yes. are still there. There are. It's it's everything yeah. all in one. Uh, I, I the, my, the temperature I've kind of gauged. So and I, I almost called you right away. Yeah. <laughs> I almost called you right away. He did. Like I was like the phone was in my hand yeah, and uh, I just called uh, the finger was pointed <laughs> at the phone and it was gonna hit send. I got news for you. <laughs> Come on down the station. So okay, I'll, I'll give you the real. I, I was sitting at Brewski's watching the game, mm. NFL games, when the news came down. So I didn't. Somebody at the bar uh, broke the news and everybody was like, "Okay, what's about time it happened?" Then it wasn't. There wasn't. Uh, amount of people that were surprised, like wow, man, they're like yeah, I mean that's probably what it should have happened. Mm-hmm. October first was all, and, and we talked about this with Jay last segment. I mean, if you're looking over your shoulder every single day and wondering, okay, when's the day the coach gets fired? It's just not going to go well for the season. Yeah, it, some people can can play very well when their backs are against the walls. Nebraska just has not done that no. with Scott Frost because it was against the wall all last year, and they lost six straight close games. They did not handle it well with their backs against the walls. So why would it change the rest of the season if he was still here? They've already lost two close games. you got a team that probably doesn't believe they can win close games because of that, and now they don't have to worry about, okay, is this the game where our coach gets fired? But guess what? He's gone. he got nine games left to redeem the season. You've got guys in their final years of college football that still want to play for something. Mm-hmm. So I, I think today I view it as a day of, of kind of relief to see where the season can still go because I don't think it was going anywhere if Frost was going to be here the whole time. You've got a roster full of guys. If you have anybody in that locker room that has played more than 10 games 
for this university, they have never seen a bowl game. They have, they have right, never been right. to a postseason with this university. So you've got a bunch of guys who, who still have something that they want to play for, something they want to reach for this university. Maybe maybe this is the team to, to turn it around, as, as one of the players said earlier. But right now, it's just playing for something at the end of the season, something to get, get, your, get your hopes up for at the end of the season. But in terms of the buyout, and you guys can let me know if I'm wrong, but in my eyes, I think that maybe this should could have happened at the end of last year but with the negotiating power that you know having one year left in the contract and the massive buyout uh that that frost or or somebody somehow negotiated for let me go through half of the season if it's not good we'll cut it in half and then i'll be gone but you I, know. I didn't even i didn't get that i want to go back to your previous point because there's so much of this where the vacuum becomes an accumulation of the narrative said most. Right? It's just the thing that gets out there. Well, something to play for down the road. Listen, I, I don't care what year you are, but if you're a senior, you get a yeah. chance. The reason why you came here is probably Nebraska, Oklahoma, especially if you're from here. Mm-hmm. So if you need more motivation, I'm sorry. That's, again, another thing to worry about. Yeah. But I would hope that Mark Whipple, Mickey Joseph, who have faced monsters like this, they face monsters. Mickey doesn't have any Oklahoma fear. No. you got no fear. And Probably a little more, little more angst to get at Oklahoma. Look. Considering. If you, if you gave me the opportunity of all opportunities, Jake Sorensen, if they said to you, Jake Sorensen, we're going to name your interim head coach. Ooh. You can pick any opponent to play against to get things right. What bigger statement can you make than beat Oklahoma? Well, yeah, it, I you know theoretically that'd be that'd be awesome if Nebraska won that game. If they come out Saturday, we can, here's the, here's the deal. I mean, this team has been in so many close games. We know they're not a bad football team. They're not getting beat fifty-one to seven and sixty-two to ten. Mm-hmm. Like they're close. And I know it's not a good team, a great team in Georgia Southern, but they they rise up against teams last year. Michigan, great football game. Ohio State, great football game. You lost guys like JoJo Doman. You lost Cam Taylor Britt. You lost Cam Jurgens. I get that, but they have an identity of staying in football games. So on that note, I mean, I don't think we should be surprised even without Scott Frost, your head coach, gone, if Nebraska plays a good football game on Saturday. If they have a chance. Right. And, and ima- Imagine, DP, if, if through all these, all these just terrible close losses, incredible ways to lose games, they, they somehow come out on top in the first game post-Frost, and they did something late right. Party think on about, O Street. Think, yeah. Party on O Street. And, and also you're going to say, what, what was going on for four years, four and a half years that we – could resolve some of that today, and we couldn't do it at all for four years. Well, here's the other thing as well, right, that now the film factor of what 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 this team under Scott Frost has done offensively and defensively mm-hmm. goes away in the biggest game of the year. Yeah. Right? Because exactly. if you've got – if, if Mickey and, and Mark Whipple are sitting there in the lab – which you can imagine they are. Yeah, now we can get a little oh, crazy here. Like they're rubbing their heads like mad scientists. Like this will there's be no fair. there's no question who's calling plays now. <laughs> right? <laughs> we got no question well, there. Well, it's his Whipple show, baby. Well, did they ask her? Oh, yeah, they did ask that question last week. They didn't answer it. They didn't answer it. I, I, We've got a lot of smart people on the offensive side. Okay. So 
having I, I get the courtesy and the blessing and the responsibility of talking to several players on this team. And without speaking for them, because, you know, I, I hate doing that. Mm-hmm. My curiosity would be how excited these players will be with new opportunities. Because remember, if you're a guy that isn't playing, or you, maybe you think you, you deserve a shot. Hey, man, you, you, there's new leadership. Maybe I get a shot. Um, <laughs> different guys in different places. Mm-hmm. Um, Mark Whipple. There's there's some there's some responsibility that's been relieved. Yeah. So is that more freedom for Mark Whipple? I would imagine that as a part of the conversation, again, when your passing game coordinator now becomes your boss, mm-hmm. you've already worked together and gotten on the same page about several things. It's a common common commonality. Loyalty is a different level of loyalty with two coaches that were not here. This is game four for those coaches mm-hmm. together here. Right? Game four for those players under those coaches here. And then game one. Game one of this group of players under these two offensive minds, along with Applewhite, Becton, Raiola. Oh, yeah. That's a different meeting. That's a different meeting. Now, we'll find out more when Trev has his announcement. But my goodness three gracious, three o'clock, and yeah, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna run it. We're gonna run the. the we're, gonna, we're gonna run it. We're K- run the press. K- yeah, yep. flex. Yep, flex, bro. Okay. Hey. Yep. Look, that's you. Can you guys just imagine for one second too? Think, think about November. Let, let's say this, this thing gets back on track with Whipple and Joseph running the show. Hmm. <laughs> what if Nebraska ends their losing streak to either one or both of Wisconsin and Iowa? Think about that. Look, you're I'm talking sure. about redemption for a season that looked like it was dead <laughs> on Saturday night. And again, it might still go in a bad direction, but guess what? We know that the head coach is gone. There's no discussion. He's gone. If you now there's like, it's nine wins money. was possible, seven wins it's is house money now. heaven. Eight wins is heaven. Right. You put you put a seven in that whim collar at the end of the season. I'm good. We'll play Tony Basil every day. I'm good. Hey, Mickey gets played like. <laughs> Every day. Good with it. <laughs> Every single day. I know it's impossible for the student section to storm the field, but I can see it happening. Oh, they beat Oklahoma. You better storm the field. Oh, I hope so. It's what? impossible for the student section. The oh, they'll, they'll go break I, their legs. You see, you've seen where it's at. No, no. they so, got to go around. they oh, got to go past go, people. Go, they'll there, find there, a there are way. tons <laughs> of engineering students who will be able to figure out the proper tunnel. Do they take <laughs> Do they take <laughs> a ladder into the student section? Multiple ladders. No, they'll, what they'll create is a, is a, is a student body ladder. Can you make a slide? Yeah. Right. They like, have so the, who's have, our sacrifice yeah. here? <laughs> they have the they have the banner. You freshman. Yes. Down on bottom. Six foot five they and have six the, foot four. Let's go. They Let's have the go. banner. You just gotta throw it down, have a couple people jump down, hold it tight uh, so uh, people can slide down. Slide down like airplanes. Yeah. I look, listen, it it is a it is a moment and a time to get excited about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. If that's what you feel uh is appropriate. Let's go ahead Be- and talk to Before Brad. we get to uh, one last break, before yeah. we get to the press conference, get a call from Bruce all the way in the West, course, uh, West Coast from Oregon. Okay. Bruce, you're on our breaking news segment. Go ahead, man. Hey, guys. Um, I just found you guys on YouTube. Um, been a Husker fan all my life. Um, my family's from back in Omaha. But, you know, the defense to me ha- has, in the last couple weeks, man, has been just horrid. Um. The offense, I, I think, could play with anybody. Until they fix that, 
and then you know them kids on D until they fix that. Oklahoma, it doesn't matter who we play, they're gonna tear up. I mean, they're gonna tear us up, man. And I'm excited Frost is gone. I just want to let you know. Um, okay. But okay. you know what? I don't care. Win or lose, I'm a Husker fan, man. Thank you, guys. Thanks, there you go. Thanks, Thank Bruce. You, Bruce. Thanks, Bruce. Yeah. I'm going to say this, though. I, I don't think you know, it's, it's a guarantee that Nebraska gets blown out Saturday because, like I said, they in, in the Frost era, I give them credit that mm-hmm. they have hung around in pretty much every game. There's a couple ones in the first two years they got blown out, but since then they have not been blown out really that badly. Look, it could – It the thing is – it could get better. It could get worse. It could stay the same. We don't know with this new coach. We don't know with this new this new uh, head coach with this new, you know, I don't know the word I'm looking for, dynamic between all the coaches without Scott Frost there. We don't know how it's all going to work out. But now, at least you know, it's going to look different. We hope. We hope, don't we? Yeah. Like, we want different. We deserve different, DP, Rico, uh, listeners. We deserve it. If it's about a win, I'm all for it. Uh, another call from John. John, you're on our breaking news for, for Scott Frost out as head coach. Go ahead, John. Hey, guys. Um, I was a Scott Frost guy. Still am. Um, I, I agree that something had to be done. Uh, although, <laughs> he doesn't he, – he can't play for it. And one thing I'm going to say is once these athletes became paid players, they are no longer amateurs. And you cannot have, you cannot have players on defense, especially play like they did last night. Yes, it falls on Scott Frost. This whole thing falls on, on, on Scott Frost. Was it time, was it time for him to leave? Probably. But until all these players, Stand up and make plays and start playing like they want to win. We're going to continue to lose games. It doesn't matter if you bring in Urban Meyer or Belichick or whoever you want to bring in here. Until the mindsets of these players change, it's going to be the same thing. So I got. Thank you, John. Appreciate that. Here's my thing. A couple of things in this. It is it is it is the job of the head coach and the assistant coaches to give the players everything that they need. To be successful. And if you are not doing those things, if success is not attained, it falls back on the coach. You're the paid professional. We're not talking about – they're still amateurs because they're student-athletes or scholar-athletes. They have other responsibilities yep. other than just playing the that, when When people talk about, well, they're getting paid, so they're not they're, – they're pros. Chill. They, they, they spend more time – Guys at, at, at the Patriots don't have to go to class. No. And they don't have to be under somebody's thumb. And they don't have to live in shared space. They don't have to do all that stuff. There's a difference. They spend more time being students than they do athletes. The, the, the student thing is first. Yeah. Now, there are people who tell you, you know, you're here to play football. But that's where the line, that's why there's a line in between it to separate the things. Ultimately, like this, as a coach, I am responsible for everything that happens on a game day, period. Point blank, end of statement. That's my job. I am in charge. I set the tone. I set the, the, the temperature. All that's in play. I think they have an opportunity to reset the room. That's all anybody wants is an opportunity for these players to excel in this space and for the fan base to get from it what they want to get from it. I think that's fair. 
402-464-5685. Call or text as always. Again, we have breaking news. Uh, Scott Frost, uh, about noon today, 12.30, was announced he was let go by uh, University of Nebraska. We'll have a press conference in 13 minutes with Trev Alberts mm-hmm. to explain that and more, which we will air here on 93.7 The Ticket. Should we get one more call, DP, before break? Let's go for it. Let's be big. Okay. We have Renee. Renee, you are on our breaking news show. Go ahead. Hi, I'm just um, really glad that they. I was a Frost fan, and now I feel like it's like a, the way that the defense was playing and the closeness of Frost and Shins. I think there's some good old boy feeling to me. Like you got to play, change it up. You can't go in the same direction that you've been going and think you're going to get a different re- um, response or result. So put some other players in. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, it doesn't make any sense. You have tiny guys going up against bigger guys on a team that shouldn't even be, like, close to where we are. So it's just it's time. They need to start switching out, get some other players on the field, make the players that are on there hungry, and let's start doing what we need to do. we got to win. Like, our offense looks great. Our defense looks horrible. So that's all. Thank you, Renee. Thank you, Renee. Appreciate Thank you. your phone call. An offense that averages what thirty six points a game. I think that's the best average they've had in the last four years. Well, we we talked about the you know the offensive explosion, the big red explosion, the triple explosion. Yeah, they were wearing jerseys to honor the, the offensive explosion. Yeah. They had the proper sure were explosive. Should we take take yeah. a, let's take a quick break? Yeah. And we'll get one more call, then we'll have the press conference at three. You're listening to breaking news of Scott Frost firing here on ninety three seven The Ticket and the TicketFM.com. <laughs> Once again, enjoy. Happy you guys are joining us for uh, breaking news coverage. Scott Frost let go as Nebraska's head coach. We will have the press conference in about seven minutes from right now. Trev Alberts will announce why he made the move, answer some questions, say what the you know we know Mickey Joseph takes over going forward. We will hear the uh, reasoning, his description for that, what he's going to tell us. But uh, keep it tuned for us in about seven minutes. We will have the press conference. Trev Alberts at the helm again. You can always call and text us. All day long, 402-464-5685. We appreciate your calls and texts. We've heard from people from Oregon today and all over the country. All mm-hmm. over the country. Florida. Dave from Florida called earlier, too. If you just You're found everywhere, us, baby. If, if you just found us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, welcome. In and subscribe. To, welcome into 93.7 like The Ticket. Like throw, us a, throw us a like. Yeah, throw, throw, us, a like, throw us a subscribe. subscribe because guess what? We're going to be talking about this on Monday as well. Plus, and Tuesday and Wednesday. Plus, we'll be recapping the game and we'll be talking about what we're seeing going up a uh, up against Oklahoma this coming Saturday. So welcome into 93.7 The Ticket. We do things here. It's and, great. Yeah. We appreciate so all you listening. And so on. We're going to have Rashawn Jackson on. Uh, we're going to have Eric Strickland on. Uh, AD's got a family event. Um, I haven't heard from Raft whether he wants to chime in as well. T. Farley, same deal. They know they have an open pass mm-hmm. uh, to come on in. And, of course, Tom Stevens, the mayor, unofficial mayor of, of Lincoln, he and Mike Melville will come in. Uh, five to seven or so, and then we'll go a little bit later, later in the evening, and and we'll talk about the news. I I still what's the over under? Um, are you are you Kool Aid or not Kool Aid that this is the only termination today? Is there another termination today? No, nah, this is it. This is the only one. No, this is it probably. Are you asking about Shenander or somebody else? Ah, just people in general. 
I think this is do, the only do one. you have some intel you want to I, share I, with this DP? I'm saying you've been no, on your phone for a minute. No, no, say, no, well, no, you, you would know more than us probably with your no, intel. No, what I would look. I'm just know. scrolling through Twitter. I don't know what you're doing. Well, what he said, we, we, <laughs> he said we, you know, look, you said last night we win as a team, we lose as a team. That's true. But uh, somebody got singled out, mm-hmm. and to think that if everything was wrong, everything was Scott Frost's fault and benefit mm-hmm. that, okay, then he goes and it's just him. But the other side of it is if you want to make other changes. Do you do that now or do you wait? You've you got Oklahoma, which which is going to be pure adrenaline mm-hmm. and change of, of schematics. And then you have a bye week. Do you wait until after Oklahoma so you have that bye week if you are going to make any more changes to, to see how I that would. looks without Scott Frost? And then if things do do need to be changed, you make changes because you have an extra week to meld. If the target is to, to, to save the season, mm-hmm. then that bye week is vital. Yeah. And it could be that, hey, Shenander, you'll have two weeks to get it together. It could be, you know, hey, hey Dawson, let's, let, what are we doing? Let's look at this. Um, or you can say, let's pour more Kool-Aid, more sugar in the Kool-Aid, and try to get things changed and mm-hmm. adjusted now. I, I'm, I'm, that's, for me, that's big listening to Trevor. Should we take one more last break before the top of the hour? Uh, let's or you keep it here? Keep it here? Well, well now here's the thing. In, until he goes live. We can put the ID in. Okay. I got the ID ready. Okay. Yeah, so we're we can good put to go. the yep. ID yeah, in, and we can stay here until – We'll, we'll until, do that. You know, hey, Trev, we're waiting for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If, you know, take we're care of us, Trev. Trev's take, got his opening statement, us, and he's got questions. How long do you think he goes? Ooh, that's a good question. Ooh, over because under. because there's going to be questions abound. Like, I, everybody has questions. I'm – okay. So I'm trying to behave today. I mean, you don't really have to. But, I prefer if you did. <laughs> but the I, prefer, I mean, it's a Sunday. Well, here's the thing: if 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 there's the Lord's Day, you'll be forgiven. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want, I want to see, I want to feel the energy in the room. That was a part of what I wanted to do was to get down there. But the, the other side of it, we didn't know this was going to happen. Um, so we need to be here and and carry it and then be responsible, <laughs> responsive to it. We don't know what else is going to happen. Apparently, well, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. In truth, I don't know. But when you have former players who are curious, mm-hmm. right, that in that discussion, I mean, they, they you saw the video online of Scott packing his stuff and throwing it in the back of the truck and, and taking off. Look, no matter how you feel about the guy, that kind of sucks. No. We, look, as I've said to him face-to-face, I've said it on air, I want for Scott Frost what Scott Frost wants for Scott Frost. Mm-hmm. There's simplicity in that. I also can say that I want for Nebraska fans, football fans, what Nebraska football fans want, mm-hmm. which is success, happiness, good players, uh, player wellness, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So that remains true right now, that whatever's next. And look, praise to the first lady of Nebraska football, Priscilla Joseph. There you go. Yeah. Right? Hey, hey we know her. We yeah, know yeah. her. <laughs> you know, I mean. But we saw ha- her on Thursday at right. Scarlet. <laughs> right? To have that in play, right? Um, so, yeah, look, and not for nothing, but this will be the first time a Nebraska pro- athletic program has a person of color in charge. That's that's a big deal. And, and, and if, you don't, I mean, if you don't, look, 
And that's not playing a race card. That's stating a statement of truth. That is a fact. That this is the first time. And so, it being somebody from, from, from Omaha, somebody who played in the program, and somebody who has all the resume required to be put in this position. It's not a matter of you're not a token, you're not a throwaway. There's an opportunity to save the season, and they picked a guy who has juice, he has the energy, and he has the resume. So, yes.